This is the Give Me Some Options podcast with Sean McLaughlin. Hey, everybody, it's Tuesday, May 23rd, 2017. How are you? May options expiration came and went on Friday, and uh, I, for one, am happy for the month to be over. It was kind of a uh, good news, bad news type of month. Mostly bad news. Uh, you know, overall, I lost money. The portfolio lost money in the month. But the good news is, of all the positions that closed in May, net net, after commissions, they still came out positive. So of positions that closed in May, I returned 2.4% net of commissions. Nothing to get too excited about. Certainly the lowest closing month of the year so far. But that's the silver lining uh, to an otherwise dreary month. Lost money. But, uh, you know, the positions that were losing money uh, or a lot of the positions that were losing money were able to be rolled out into June. So there's still time. These positions can come back. All is not lost. With the exception of one harrowing day last week, uh, the, the market continues to grind higher. And as the market continues to grind higher, my portfolio maintains a negative delta. So I've been more or less swimming against stream this month. So that's, uh, that's why we lost money this month. But like I said, silver lining, closed trades, still positive by 2.4% after commissions. So that's the good news. And who knows, June could work out to be wonderful. We'll see. The book is not closed yet on June. One thing that is nice is now that uh, May expiration is out of the way, we're starting to get into the, the the time of the cycle when winning June positions are starting to come off. In the last two days, I've had eight winning trades come off in Barnes & Noble, General Mills, Fox A, T-Mobile, EPI, that's the Indian ETF, XOP, Dish Network, and ABV, ABBV. So good to see uh, winning positions are starting to accelerate. Uh, this is always a good time. We're starting to get into that window. Uh, we're in, you know under 30 days, more than 20 days, where a lot of trades that, uh, that are cooperating uh, start hitting their profit targets and they start coming off. So I expect slash hope that uh, we'll, we'll keep seeing two, three, four trades a day come off at profit targets for, for, the, next, uh, for the next week. Let's hope. By the way, I love feedback and I love getting emails from listeners. I recently got an email from a guy. Uh, I won't mention his name for privacy, but um, I would like to read what uh, this quick little note that he sent me last week. He says, hi, Sean. A trading friend of mine sent me your Mike Martin podcast. I thought it was great. I fought getting a mentor for years. I thought I'm a smart guy. I'm an engineer and I have an MBA, but I realized that meant nothing. My trading sucked until I got a mentor. Statistically, I was losing 65% of the time before I had a mentor. Now my trades are profitable 70% of the time. But it's not just a profitability that's important. As you stated, this is a lonely business, and it's just knowing that someone has been through this. Someone has experienced the same emotions. I just wanted to let you know that I really enjoyed the podcast. Keep up the great work. Thanks, man. I really appreciate those emails. And, uh, you know, this listener had uh, recently listened to my uh episode with Mike Martin where we talked about mentorship and and guidance and and 
um, the importance of all of that early in your career. And if you haven't yet listened to that podcast episode, please go back in the archives. You can find it at soundcloud.com forward slash give me some options. It was a, a very important episode. Uh, I think one of the most important ones we've had uh, this year. You be the judge. You let me know. Anyway, thanks to the listener who sent that. If you're listening now, you know who you are. Thank you. I've been having offline conversations with a lot of different traders over the last uh, few weeks uh, via email, via Skype, via Twitter, via StockTwits. One of the, the question that always comes up is, uh, you know, how, uh, how are you going to trade or what's going to happen when volatility comes back on the market? And look, uh, I, I've discussed this in the past. So I'm not going to belabor the point here. Is that the short answer is I don't know. Nobody knows what will happen when volatility explodes. It's certainly uh, going to be certainly going to make for some uncomfortable situations for anyone who's short premium. But it's definitely something that worries everybody. It worries me. And uh, I've been addressing that in my own trading by I'm still tinkering with uh, with a strategy uh, centered around the SPY options. Uh, I've talked about this in the past as well. I'm I'm not there yet. I'm certainly not there yet. But um, I'm getting I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to a strategy um, that, uh, you know, is, is a premium collection strategy that uh, should hopefully churn along, making a little bit of profit in sideways markets, but would protect me if we have an extended move, particularly to the downside. So strategy, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to get the strategy so that, uh, you know, it collects premium, sells at the money options, but it's protected and eventually builds a, a, a long enough gamma profile so that uh, if the market explodes to the downside, positive gamma will work in my favor and the volatility expansion would actually work in my favor. I know it's uh, I'm being very vague here, but because uh, I'm not uh, ready to share specifics yet, because I- I'm just not there yet. It's uh, I'm a tinkerer. I have to tinker, and I have to do it in real time with real money, and I have to learn the lessons with my feet in the fire. That's the only way. That's the only way I learn. Now, the astute amongst you might say, "Well, uh, have you back tested, or are you back testing?" And and the answer is no, I'm not. And the reason being is because it's a, a discretionary strategy. And it's very hard to backtest things with a discretionary strategy. You can maybe approximate, but I wouldn't put a lot of stock in anything that's approximated in a back study. But it's something I'm always working towards, something I'm always tinkering with. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get there soon. I, I, I'm, I've had some very encouraging results over the past five weeks, five, six weeks. So um, stay tuned on that, I guess. Finally, the last thing I wanted to mention is this Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, I will be the host of a AMA, Ask Me Anything, on StockTwits. Uh, so if you'd like to uh, ask me any questions about options trading, about trading in general, um, I also used to trade stocks way back in the day, and I was a former member of the Chicago Board of Trade. I've traded futures. I spent some time on the floor. I wasn't a floor trader, but I definitely lived on the floor for uh, for a little while. So I can speak to a lot of things. So if you have questions, if you'd like to pick my brain or shoot the breeze during the StockTwits AMA, join us Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern. My handle on StockTwits is at Chicago Sean. You'll see me sharing links to it uh, via my StockTwits and my Twitter handles. So um, come on in. Send some questions. I'll hope to answer them the best I can. I'll tell you one thing. I don't have all the answers, but um, I certainly have some experiences that I can draw from. So anyway, thanks for listening. And again, if you ever want to send me an email, 
give me some options at gmail.com. And as I mentioned, you can hit me up on Twitter and StockTwits at Chicago Sean. I'll talk at you soon. Bye-bye.